everyone. This is Sharon Doty, and I want to welcome you to Keeping Them Safe. Today, I want to talk about a subject that makes us all very uncomfortable. You know, we really, really, really like to think about child molesters as being those people, you know, that look weird, those people that are down the street, the people that we wouldn't let our kids close to anyway. But you know what? Um, a listener asked me for some tips for dealing with the risky adult behavior when it's a close family member, somebody everybody loves, somebody's popular with young and old alike. We'd like to believe that the programs that we see about stranger danger are where the real risk is, and they are very prominent in all the child abuse prevention programs available in schools and on television and in promotional work. Those programs are good for what they offer, but keeping them safe is different, and it has it looking at adults rather than children. We look at the behavior of all the adults in a child's life and identify the kinds of behavior that indicate that that adult may be a risk of harm. And it really doesn't matter. It doesn't matter whether that person is a stranger, a coach, a teacher, a neighbor, a friend, a family member, a family friend, or any trusted adult. Our eye is on behavior. However, <laughs> There's an extra challenge when the adult involved is a member of our own family or that close family friend. You know, the need for adults to be alert and take action is much higher when the adult exhibiting risk behaviors is cl someone close to us for several reasons. First, there are those who will support the person being challenged no matter what you say or no matter what you see. We all know there are people in our families and people in our friend networks that are going to think we're crazy, that we're the ones who are oversensitive, that we are the ones who are having a problem, not the person who's behaving inappropriately. You see, they can't see past their love and care for the adult, or they can't see that they've inadvertently placed their children at risk. They would rather believe that you're wrong, that there's no risk here, than to think about the fact that they might have placed their children in harm's way. So as that person who's raising concerns you might be the one who's facing obstacles in your effort to draw attention to the behavior. You know, you might, like I said, you might be told you're being oversensitive. You might be chastised for even thinking such a thing about a family member or a friend. You might be treated as if you're the problem. In those situations, what is really critical is for you to remember that where we're standing is for the children, not for the adults. Adults can take care of themselves and need to. And if you think about it, if you actually think about it, you will realize that it, if, if it is this difficult for you to bring this forward, it might just be impossible for a child to do that.
The second challenge that we often face in these situations and that makes it important for adults to observe and interrupt this risky behavior is just what I just said. Children already are intimidated about speaking up about adult behavior, even if they don't know that adult well. They've been taught to respect adults. They've been taught not to speak back to their elders. They've been taught particular ways to respond to and interact with adults in a respectful manner. Sometimes they completely shut down. I mean completely shut down when that person is a member of the family or a close friend. And part of that is a result of the mixed messages they hear. Again, we teach them to respect and honor members of the family and do what they're told by these respected adults. And then we tell them to speak up if one of these people does something that makes them uncomfortable or scares them in any way. They're children. And while these messages might seem really clear to us, they're confusing to children who are now left with a dilemma that they're not often developmentally capable of handling. There are some things we can do that will help us notice if this is happening and to support our children when the situation might be difficult or confusing for them. Three specific things come to mind for me. One is do not focus the training of children on stranger danger. It's easy to make this the main subject of the conversation because these situations are in the news. They're easy to identify. And we all should be teaching our children not to go off with someone without permission. And we want them to not go looking for somebody's puppy dog. But what we also need to know is that's not the greatest risk to our children. Only 11%, 11%, folks, slightly over 10% of the sexual abuse of children is committed by strangers. And yet... That particular effort at prevention comprises an excess of 70% of the programs to educate children about protecting themselves from predators. Children need to learn about the risky behaviors. The risky behaviors that are at the center of these programs, the Keeping Them Safe program. As parents and responsible adults, we want to reinforce those messages so that children know that no matter how much they love someone, bad or inappropriate behavior is unacceptable. And it's okay to speak up about it no matter who it is. The second thing to keep in mind is to pay attention to how your child behaves around adults in the family. You know, most of the time, if a family member or close friend is doing something that makes the child uncomfortable or scared, you'll be able to see it in the child's behavior. For example, they might resist going to uh, someone's home all of a sudden or become shy and unwilling to be touched by someone for no apparent reason. If that seems to be happening, investigate. And do it simply by having a conversation with your child using open-ended questions, you know, comments that give them the freedom to speak. Say something like, when I was your age, something happened in my Uncle Joe and Aunt Sue's house, and I didn't really feel like going there anymore. I didn't want to hurt anybody's feelings. I didn't want to get them in trouble, so I kept quiet. 
Have you ever felt that way around somebody in the family? You know, if the child opens up to you, listen, believe them, and trust their discomfort. Doesn't matter whether you agree with their interpretation. You need to honor their feelings and concerns. How many times have you been annoyed as an adult when someone says, oh, you shouldn't feel that way? Imagine what that's like for a child when you've just said to them, however you feel, you can tell me anything. And then they tell you and you basically say to them, you shouldn't feel that way. When you agree and honor their feelings and concerns, it lets them know so they know they can trust you with anything. And the third thing I think is key here is keep opening up the lines of communication with your children. Listen to them. When you talk with them about personal safety issues, remember to reinforce two specific messages throughout their childhood. One is the difference between a secret and a surprise and the fact that it's never okay to keep secret from parents. The second is that they can tell you anything and they won't be in trouble for something someone else manipulated or tricked them into doing. See, predators use both these methods to keep children from speaking up. When the person asking them to keep a secret is a close friend or a family member, the child is really confused about what to do. And when parents place an emphasis on speaking out and speaking up, and then children have the experience that parents and other adults aren't really listening, they're, it's difficult for them to share. But when they know they're being heard, they are more likely to share something they feel uncomfortable about. They may not share it with their parents, but they may share it with someone else in the family that they know and trust, that they know will support them. You know, another thing parents and responsible adults can do is model this kind of behavior yourself. Let them hear you speaking up to other adults whose behavior is questionable. Let them hear you interrupting risky situations. Let them see that there is a way to be safe and speak up and do it with respect. Don't ask them to keep secrets from their mother or dad. And let them know when something is a surprise we're waiting to share. Being this kind of model for them teaches them a multitude of lessons that will serve them well throughout life. When the adult exhibiting potentially risky behavior is a member of the family, someone everyone knows, someone everyone loves, it becomes a great deal more difficult to speak up and challenge them. As adults, you need to model that behavior for your children so that when you say to them, please tell me if anyone does anything that makes you feel uncomfortable, and it doesn't matter who it is, they know you mean it because they've seen you do it themselves. It is more difficult. It is more challenging. But it is our responsibility. Remember, they are children. We are grown-ups. that we don't want to upset another adult is for us to deal with. It's time for us to stand up for them, to be their voice, to be the one who is committed to keeping them safe. 
Thank you for being with me today. My name is Sharon Doty, and I am here ongoingly to empower you to protect children and keep them safe. I look forward to speaking with you next time. 